broadcast the game tonight. Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, we do. And Andy, who talks through the intro off-road. We can edit that. No one oh. needs to know. Oh, they will know because I will not I'm edit. doing last-minute research for the show uh, because that. there's so many sports to talk about that we need to be so many sports up to the minute. This is sports. This is episode 98. Unbelievable. We are getting up there. This is this is incredible. It's all thanks to you you listeners out there, you know, keeping uh keeping us afloat over here on our little uh a little I, I want to say we have a, a like a battleship, but it's probably a dinghy, you know. We're barely uh inching by, but uh we're making it happen. I don't like boat metaphors, so tractor better? Yeah, that works. <laughs> I don't know. Since we're in California, uh but like I said, 98. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. And uh, check out our entertainment podcast as well. But uh, let's get into the nitty-gritty of sports. What do you say, fellas? Yes, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Andy, you still doing your little due diligence? No, I'm, I'm ready. Well, what, uh, what are you going to start me off with then? I think we should start w- with the ongoing NBA season and some of the, uh, the big changes we saw in the last week. Yes, we did. I don't even... Uh, can't even think off the top of my head who the biggest trade was. Oh, I know. I know. Who? <laughs> it was a test, Andy. It involved the Los Angeles Clippers and the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, Tobias Harris. I think the biggest news actually is that the Anthony Davis thing just did not happen. Yeah. It I looks like they're holding out for uh, Very anticipated Boston. for it. Dickheads. So. And, uh, well, that's fine. They can have him for a year, and then we know he wants to come to the Lakers. And yeah. then he will. Maybe. He will. I mean, it could happen. Yep. I think what Boston's obviously hoping for is we'll get Anthony Davis and then that'll make Kyrie Irving stay yep. and then they can do their little year of magic and maybe you never know free agents this year Durant's a free agent Thompson's a free agent yeah, we get Clay. I believe uh, Draymond Green's a free agent right this offseason uh, yeah, I think so yeah. so the, my point is with that is Golden State may separate a little bit one of those guys yeah. may leave you know there's been rumors about Durant possibly leaving Thompson I don't even know how happy Draymond Green is and if the Warriors do win it this year That'll be the fourth ring for Green, the fourth ring for Thompson, and the third for Durant. So at that point, you kind of think, okay, you know what? I've got my rings now. Let me go get some major money somewhere else. Because they're all going to want max contracts, and that just can't happen unless they have, like, nobody come yeah. off the bench. I mean, they, technically they could do it, just going to be very expensive to do. Yeah, I mean, but think about this, Andy. The champions, yeah. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, they take pay cuts, and that's what leads them to winning and being able well, to Draymond already team. did take a pay cut on his first extension, so. Well, that's because he's a champion. He might be an ass, but he's a champion, right? No, he's a he's a key part of that team. Like I honestly think if he were to leave, that would actually hurt them more than I think some people realize. Because remember the that uh, NBA Finals a few years back, yeah, when he was suspended, when they were up three one, he it blew it, and then they ended up losing the series. You know, mm-hmm. they they just didn't have the same energy. They also didn't have Kevin Durant that year. I'm pretty sure, but no. I mean, Kevin Durant's, what, two for two since being with Golden State in rings? Yeah, which everyone could yeah. have predicted. I wish you could have put money on that. Like, they're going to win the next two. Yeah. Maybe someone would have sold you that. Maybe. Um, but uh, there was, I mean, you're the big Clipper guy. Tobias Harris gone, Boban gone, Mike Scott gone. Yeah, it's really from the two teams you see, they're both going in uh, different directions where the Clippers are trying to look towards the future while the Sixers want to be as good as yep. they can this year. Because and that, uh, that starting five is honestly almost as good as any starting five with Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, J.J. Redick, 
Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris now. Yeah, it's a, pretty stacked. It is a very good lineup. And honestly, they have a solid bench, too. I mean, that TJ, we were talking about this yesterday, Sean and I. That little TJ McConnell guy plays yeah. as hard as he can for his size. And yeah. then, uh, you know, Boban comes off the bench and has already been a fan favorite. The moment he came, checked into the, yeah. his first game, he got a standing ovation. We know we liked him here in the Clippers. I mean, we're not, I mean, Dobby and I aren't Clippers fans, but we cheered for Boban when oh, he yeah. would come. Who doesn't in? like no, him? Everyone does. He's fun to watch. He's a fan favorite. And then, uh, I like Jonathan Simmons. I think he I, I like Jonathan games. Simmons too. He's uh he that that bench has depth. Honestly, I would say yeah, I think yeah. in Cork my personal Maz. in my personal opinion, I think the Sixers are the favorites to win the, or are 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 my favorites at least to win the, the East this year, and I honestly yeah. think if they were to play the Warriors in a series, I think that would actually be a decent series. They they can shoot with them pretty close. Yeah, with Redick and uh. Tobias, it's pretty good. Redick had with 36 since that first game with Tobias. It's like so they just they have enough firepower there where it's like it's a couple guys yeah, are and off. And then I mean Jimmy Butler's supposed yeah. to be the superstar on that team, but he has his moments. But then actually I guess you could say Joel Embiid's really the superstar on that team. Yeah, I think he's And then Ben Simmons key. is getting better. Also, Ben Simmons three. big note, he took a three pointer, which he never does. He's never made a three pointer in his NBA career. And he decided to do what I think he's honestly never done, which is just step up and shoot one. Usually the threes he's attempted in his career, I think have been like when the period's running out and he just throws them up. But this one, he stepped into it, and it went rimmed all the way around and went out. And, yeah. But the Sixers actually came out after that and said that we want him shooting more of those. Like, we support it. You know, he's so he's going to get that three-pointer soon. I mean, there might be some places out there that have prop bets of Simmons hitting a three-pointer in a game. Keep taking it until he does. Yeah. Because he's going to. And then before we get into what the Clippers got back, the Sixers made some, a couple other moves. We already referenced uh, Simmons, but they ended up finally you know, trading uh, Markel Fultz. Oh yeah! After a year and a half of misery, yeah, he's gonna get a new chance. It just it just happens. These guys get drafted by a team, and it just doesn't work out with that team. You know, we yeah. see that we see that a lot. But that quick, eighteen months already. I feel dropped. like another. And well, I mean, look at uh, the Mavericks and Dennis Smith. Uh, that was another one. Yeah, Dennis Smith. Jr. But he was part of like a big package. This was just like. Yeah, I, mean, I guess they got they got a guy and they got a pick. It's my not a my, my point with that though is just like these young guys that get drafted to these teams and you're like, oh, this is gonna be our future point guard, and then they're not even there two years. Yeah, but this, remember he's the number one overall pick. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. Anthony was, Bennett, I guess, is the most the, we can compare it to the most two. Yeah, you and know, Anthony Bennett, we actually talked about that. I completely had forgotten about that until I saw that he was uh, doing well in the G in the is it the G League he's in. Yeah. So I mean, it'd be nice to see him make a comeback because he was number one in like 2000. Like a was it fourteen or something or can't remember twelve. It was, is remember it was before LeBron went to, it was a year before Wiggins. Yeah, so LeBron was in Miami then. Yeah. Because that's why they were got the number one pick again. That's Cleveland always finds a way yeah. to do. Well, so I think he only had the one year in Cleveland before he was. Yeah. Cleveland sent just, for Kevin Love. Yeah. Who, who came back? That was a good story. Yeah. And, but but uh, Philly also made another move. They got um James Ennis right. Um, Sounds Houston. about right. So they they picked up some guys. They they, but they did they did lose some players. But I think I mean they're definitely better off. But um, in the deal with the Clippers, they uh, lost Landry Shamit. Yes, and he's uh he's already done pretty well with the Clippers. Yeah, he had like game. 15 points tonight. He had uh some big threes in that comeback against Boston on Saturday night. Yeah. So I mean the Clippers bench, I actually like their their team still. I mean. Yeah, they lose Tobias, but I mean, all Boban was was a just a specimen down there. It was like a, 
fan favorite, but really they got some decent guys. I mean, Garrett Temple can hit threes. Landry Shamet. I mean, we'll see what Wilson Chandler. Yeah. So in this Philly does. deal, they also got Muscala, who then they yeah. basically swapped for Zubac. Exactly, which is a win for the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, Muscala's Muscala. not bad, but I mean, he's not going to give you 15 a night, while Zubac, Zubac can do that. Yeah. And then I think they, the key part of the Clippers deal, though, was that they're getting uh, a first round pick from Philly in like 2023, but then also an unprotected pick from the Heat that the Sixers owned. And that pick could be could be really good. The Heat are in a bad position where they're they're not terrible, but they're like capped out, so they're never going to get better. So like yeah. two years from now, that could be a top five pick. Yeah, it's kind of like a lottery ticket. You don't know what it's going to be, but it could be something. Yeah, I think really the Clippers big. are going to be solid in a few years. I mean, they've got you know they have Shea Gills Alexander, who's the young guard. You know, you've got a uh, Harrell, who's a great young player still, who's yeah does well coming off the bench. You know, if you have Shamet there for a while. They only have a few guys signed, like, and it's the guys you want. There's no real bad contracts. Danilo's got one more year for like twenty million. It's not great, but it's one more year. Yeah. And then for that, it's like Lou and Montrez, and then the young guys, Shamet, Shea, Robinson. So, they, I mean, their their hope is they're gonna try to get two guys this free agency with all the guys available. Kawhi, like, the speculation is Kawhi is gonna go there. He already kind of hinted that he doesn't want to play with LeBron. Okay. And then he he bought a house in Southern California because he's from yeah. here. And well, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the Clippers get a. That I I've been saying this. I think all the Clippers are missing is one All Star, even like superstar yeah. All Star, like a Kawhi Leonard or yeah. anything. All type guy. Because if they had great. one guy like that, and then you have the team around them, and you have the coaching of Doc Rivers, I mean, they could definitely be a big time contender. Because I think this Warriors team, it's coming to. The the end is near. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, mean, I know Clippers I sound team, like someone with a picket sign up in L.A. or something, but yeah. the end is near, I think, for the Warriors. Because I, think I think we're all rooting for it. That would be very yeah. impressing if they all come back. And, hey, when they first started their little streak, I rooted for them to win because it was, you know, their first time winning, yeah. like, ever. Yeah, they were a miserable franchise But then it's like you don't want to see the same team continue to win unless it's your team. And, I mean, I obviously was never tired of seeing the Lakers win, but I am now tired of seeing the Warriors win. And I think I just also more so because I'm not a big – I just don't like Durant. Something about Durant yeah, just see, bothers me. I don't like DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Well, he's he's never won a championship. I mean, I like Durant's game. I don't take anything away from him no, being a great, great basketball player, and he's great game, but his, I don't know, his uh, attitude, especially lately, yeah. he just took on this whole, like, oh, I'm the villain. Why am I the villain? But he started like, attacking the media. Yeah. Why are like, you, you asking me questions? You know why you're the villain. Yeah, he's he's just a weird guy. He doesn't really understand. Yeah, and no, I think he is too. And I think that's you know exactly. He was even the bad guy in that Google commercial. Was he? Remember, he didn't know how to say "Hey Google" or whatever. I don't remember that. He one. just said "Yo Google." And he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't listen to anyone. It's like it's it's Hey Google, Yo Google. Well, they should change just for him. I think they said that in the it's commercial. Message. I don't. I think the Clippers are. It was a smart move. They know they don't have a shot necessarily this year. Still the eighth seed right now. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, Two and a half up on the Lakers. Okay, but, Lakers definitely don't have a shot. I, I never said they well, did. Well, the, talking about the playoffs. Playoffs? Eight seed. Well, yeah. yeah, the Clippers are not going to upset the Warriors in the first round. So I, I think it was smart, though, what they did. I, I like I'll tell you move. what right now, and though. And then I see Philly's move is, is smart Let's say well. the Lakers do some like make the playoffs and they are able to snag, let's say, the eighth seed. It would be entertaining to see LeBron versus the Warriors in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I would like that. 
I'd prefer that over the Clippers. But I think last year's Cavs are probably better than this year's Lakers. And we saw that should have been a sweep. I get that, but my point is... It wasn't a sweep. It was a sweep. Yeah, Yeah. it was a sweep. It it shouldn't have been a sweep, but but JR fucked up. Yeah. Yes, he did. Royally. I remember I had something on that game, and it... I want to say it helped me. I want to say I had the over that game or something. Yeah, and it going into overtime made me win. Or Why that made them lose. Did that make them lose or did it make it go into overtime? It went into overtime because of that. Yeah, that's right. Because he – yeah, okay. Then, yeah, that helped me hit something, I remember. But, man, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You don't make that mistake in high school. <laughs> make it at the highest level of the game. Who knows? But it'll be exciting to see the Clippers yeah. in, in three years, Andy. We'll come back to it. Yeah, then. no, I'm, yeah. I'm patient. I've seen a lot of bad Clipper play in my life. Uh, we had a nice run, but, bad you know, play. it didn't, didn't ultimately pan out, and they uh, are going to come back strong. Uh, the, other, the other, I think, uh, big move is uh, the Kings are all in. So they're, they're currently yeah, they nine. want that playoff spot. That, that franchise, I don't think, has seen the playoffs in a long, long time. Yeah, I think they have one of the longest droughts in Bloody. pro sports. So I think they're just even, to them, a win is getting an AC. It, it might be the longest. I'm not sure. I think the last time I made it was 2004 or something. Wow. Um, but Yeah, I could see that. I think every team in the West has made it since then. Actually, yeah. I know every team has. There definitely yeah. hasn't been a team that hasn't. Yeah. And then in the East, cycle. I would say the only one other one I could think of, but quickly off the top of my head that I feel like hasn't been good in a while, but I'm sure they went in the playoffs one of those years was the Nets, but I know they. Yeah, the Nets had to Because I think they actually had good. decent teams because they – when they yeah. still had kid through like two thousand nine or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So I do like they have the longest drought. Uh, they also don't own their first round pick this year, so they have no incentive to tank. So they're, they have to be all in. They uh, they acquired Harrison Barnes, a good scorer, a guy who's like steadily become a better shooter. Um, not not a superstar at all. Like people thought coming out of high school, he was gonna be amazing, but he's a, a solid like eighteen twenty point scorer. And they had a big hole at that position, so they they got a good collection of young talent. Bagley had a big like thirty point game the other night. Like he's finally really showing off. And De'Aaron Fox was one of the quickest players out there. Already a good point guard. I think I think it'd be very fun to see them if the Clippers aren't going to make make it. Which I don't know if the Clippers want to because if they make the playoffs, they'll lose their pick. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see Kings Warriors, nice local series. And then see yep. the Kings beat the Warriors because oh, DeMarcus be. Cousins was on the Warriors. DeMarcus Cousins would. So the last time I, I was that. just looking it up, the last time the Nets did make the playoffs was 06. Yeah. And they did on that roster, they had Vince Carter, Andy's favorite player, Jason Collins. Yeah. Richard Jefferson. Uh, Richard Jefferson, Jason Kidd. Yeah, I was going to say Kidd was still on that team. Uh, random guys that you may not remember, like Cliff Robinson. Wow. Was, and, he was and, old at that point. Antonio Wright. Antonio Wright. Okay. Yep. So, I mean – uh. A random little team. Some of these guys I don't even remember. Eddie House was on it. I liked Eddie House. So, I mean, they had a random team, but they did make the playoffs that year. Yeah, that's a pretty pro- long drought, and I think they're, they're going to make it this year. Yeah, they're currently sitting sixth in the in the East. But uh, let me uh, really quickly here see where uh, the Sacramento Kings – yeah. What are we what are we getting at here? I don't know. I was gonna see when their last time they made the playoffs was, but I All right, can't well, while you look it. you can yeah. keep continue looking that up. Yeah, you, we can move on with uh 
something I'm sure Sean wants to talk about, and that's this, uh, this big Ben Simmons Magic Johnson meeting. Oh man. man. Imagine being there. You know, I'm actually very curious to hear what you think of it because I'm a Laker fan, so obviously I don't care. But I also like that Elton Brand was just laying down the law. He's like, fuck off. (laughs) Don't go near my superstars. You leave them alone. I like it, though. I like that he's going after anyone and everyone. Magic Johnson doesn't give a shit what people think. He's going to get the best. He's going to at least speak to them about bringing them over here. Well, he can't do that. Well... He'll be fine. I don't know what... He's I overcome want, a lot of things what they, in his life, Andy. Ben Simmons wanted to just talk about passing behind the back and stuff. And then Magic Johnson probably asked him some questions about Australia. Yeah, it's a gateway question. Ooh. Yeah. So I found the Kings, the last time they made it, was this was the 05-06 season. Ron Can you Tess. remember their big... Yeah, Ron Artest was on that team, Mike Bibby, but do you remember... Kevin Martin? Yes. Yeah, Kevin Andy. Martin was great. I do. I forgot, honestly, that guy... He scored, like, guy, 25 a game that year. Yeah, I forgot he existed, to be honest. Yeah. But he was a very good player. Yeah, he, he I was don't traded for James him. Harden almost straight up. He was, like, the... He Kevin could, Martin. Yeah, he could shoot really well. He was on, yeah, he was on the Kings from 04 to 10, then the Rockets, the Thunder, the Timberwolves. He just played a couple years ago for the Spurs, and then... Yeah. That was it, but I forgot all about him. He he was a hell of a shooter. How long has Divock been running that place? I think only a few years. Yeah, I didn't think it was very long. Huh. Yeah, his best season, uh, Kenyon Martin, I mean, Kevin, Kevin. Martin, 24.6 points per game in 08-09, though. Okay. So the year that they didn't make the playoffs, but that 05-06 season, he only scored 10 a game. So he was, oh, like, kind of new then. Uh, it was only his second year, but then he scored – 20 the next season, 23 the season after that. So he started scoring big time after that. And also keep in mind, that was a different NBA then 15 years ago yeah, already, yeah, 10 years yeah. ago. 24, 26, 7 points a game was like leading the league. It was a big deal. Now it's a regular occurrence. Now it's not enough. It's barely anything. Yes. So what are you thinking with Ben Simmons? He wants to be out here in L.A.? He wants to – his girlfriend's telling him, why don't you move closer? Yeah. Well, Andy, she lives in New York. She does? Yeah. I don't fucking know anything. Maybe I thought the whole to get further. the whole thing was he just wanted to work out with Johnson, right, and get like tips because work out. I don't think Magic Johnson's worked out in fucking. Well, years. he wanted like <laughs> he wanted skills of like or like to be taught like oh yeah. you're we were both six foot ten point guards you know. Yeah, wasn't he working with Andrew Bynum and look what how it worked out for him? What did he? I think it was. Magic Ooh. Johnson and Andrew Bynum. What were they doing? A long time ago. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That could have been like. It was bad I feel joke. like that would have been like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or something. It probably was, but uh, I mean, I think it's. I mean, hey, it's the the problem is obviously is that Magic Johnson. It's not like he's sitting on his couch like, oh, I'll help this young son out. It's like he's the general manager of the Lakers. So I mean, yeah. I would be afraid too. It's like having a really your good-looking girlfriend, and she wants to learn to salsa dance, and you're gonna let some good-looking suave guy like, oh yeah, go salsa dance with her. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let her. It's a good analogy there, Tony. Yeah, I wouldn't let her. You so, know, it's like, because he will, he will be taken from you. <laughs> so the point is, he's going to be out there with them and be like, hey, L.A., huh? Look at that. At din- I'll take you to dinner tonight, Ben. Oh, no, look who's over there. LeBron can't take him to dinner. I mean, Le- Magic can't take him to dinner, but LeBron can. Okay, well, he's like, oh, what are the odds LeBron's here <laughs> working out? You know what? Hey, Ben, good workout. I bet you're hungry, huh? Let's go to lunch. Yeah. Is that Paris Hilton over there? That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. Interesting. The big name. Is that... <laughs> Madonna? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't think she lives in this yes, country. Yes, it is. Is that the Hadid sisters? Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure they're also in New York as well. Well, they're visiting. Okay. They're visiting. It's summertime. They're is out here to visit. Landry Shamet? 
Yeah. I, I know him. Yeah, it is. Oh. Blake Griffin's ghost? <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I I don't blame Philly. I actually, you know what, though? But Philly, I think if I'm Ben Simmons, it should be like, okay, you know what? That's Philly saying no. You're Can ours. Can you say that in Australian accent? What? Please say that in Australian accent if we're going to pretend to be him. Ben Simmons? Yeah. Does he speak Australian? What? Speak Australian? <laughs> Is that what you just said? Yeah. He's Australian. Hello, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ben Simmons. I'd like to learn how to shoot a jump shot. <laughs> Not bad. I, have you ever heard him talk? Does he really speak? I sound like he's from Australia. Yeah, I think so. I don't know about that. Let's put it on. I thought he was always from like Canada or something. That's I just a, assume those like guys are from Canada. That's Wiggins. Is I, I, yeah, I, I'm just thinking about it now. I've never heard him in like a post game interview. Huh, yeah, that'd be funny. That would him, take you off guard. I can't imagine him like sounding very smart when he talks. Andy, so you obviously hating the Lakers. Do you hate that move? Or do you respect it, or where well, it are you? It sounds like that? Ben Simmons said I reached out to him. Yeah, I don't think Johnson's because it sounds like from what one of the quotes I read too was Johnson said, "If you can get the Sixers to sign off on it, and you get the league to sign oh. off on it, then I'll be happy to do it." Oh. So he he basically was saying like I don't want to, or at least he was trying to come off that. But then again, there's a reason his name is Magic. He's very sneaky. Yeah. So I didn't <laughs> yeah. read any of it. He I stayed just saw in the cars headline. until eight o'clock or whatever that happened last year. What? He waited in the car until the midnight or whatever time it was. He could talk to LeBron. Oh, yeah. I respect that. that. It's a good move. I respect it. <laughs> okay. People, I, I did people, not know that. People waited in line for the Harry Potter book to come out at Barnes & Noble. I mean, you can wait in line for LeBron James and want to be first. And look, wait, he got him. Just exactly. like those people get that book. You put your heart to it. You Speaking of that book, anything. I remember like those books were like six, 700 pages. Do you think people waited, got the book that night, and then read it all night long until they finished? I'm sure someone did. It had to have been done. I feel like I don't know how long that takes you to read. Is that a Take good me a twenty while. hours? I don't know. Yeah. Never yeah. read one. I I never read one f- to completion either. I might have read the Sorcerer's Stone in like fourth grade or fifth grade or sixth grade whenever I was got it. Yeah, I feel like I read the first two like after it was, everyone had already read them all. Yeah, I remember I had a buddy and of mine like, who yeah. would was big on getting them, and I remember. I think the last book, man, that thing was fucking big. Well, it had to be two movies, so that's a good point. Imagine. But Jesus. I remember the Goblet of Fire being a big book too. Yeah, that one was big, and that's why I never read that one. I think like I think the first two were like yeah, shorter. regular size, like maybe three hundred pages still, yeah. which is still a lot. But let's go back into sports. That's <laughs> <laughs> just interesting. People want to know. Um, Honestly, I'm but a curious. I did. So I like I said, I didn't I didn't read into the article. I I just saw the headline. I respect that a whole lot more. And like I said, I don't care either way because I'm a Laker fan, but that's a good move on Magic's part. Magic's going to become broke if he keeps doing this. You see that uh, latest tampering charge that the Milwaukee owner got hit with? No. So he said something because Anthony Davis said the teams he w- he would accept a trade to were like the Clippers, Lakers, Celtics, and Bucks. So the Bucks owner said, like, we want players like Anthony Davis to want to come play for us. That's a good thing. You can't even say that. So uh, fine for that. Really quickly. How much did he get fined? Like five like grand? Fifty thousand or something. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I know that's just a a, a drop in nothing. the pond for him, but yeah. nevertheless. Uh, so the Sorcerer's Stone, two hundred twenty-three <laughs> pages. Oh, that's reasonable. Chamber of Secrets, two fifty-one. Prisoner of Azkaban, three seventeen. Yeah, we're getting up there. And then we start getting about the Bible. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire was six thirty-six. God, what the damn. fuck? Just stop. N- not the most. Yeah. And no, and the last one wasn't either. The Order of the Phoenix. Don't you know what that one? Seven hundred and twenty-one. Seven hundred and sixty-six. Wow. And what? then there's nothing that interesting 
that could the Half Blood Prince was six oh seven, and then Deathly Hollows was also six oh seven, which was a little weird. Fucking Harry Potter movies are there? Books are there? I think there's seven. Seven. Jesus. And eight movies because the last one was two hundred something pages. That's fine, but yeah. Oh, here's a book. It's I mean, weighs twelve pounds. The funny thing is. is about these movies too is I don't even remember the middle ones. I remember the last one and then like the first three. So I remember the movie Prisoner with the Prisoner one because it had that like time loop thing. That was pretty cool. Where they kept resetting time because they kept fucking up. That was. Cool. I don't know, man. It's been that, a long that's time. The only, and I don't remember any other. Fucking Which thing. one was Moaning Myrtle in? Because I remember she was very annoying. I think that was the second one. Okay, I told you I remember. That's right, because I feel like that Myrtle? was down in the Chamber of Secrets. Like, yeah. Shh, here's a secret. We have this teenage girl. The Chamber of Secrets. That sounds like a Cinemax movie. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, yeah. Things mean different in Britain. That's just. That's just how also, it is. I think also the bigger note here is things meant different in like 2004. Also. I guess that was like 98. Yeah, like well, I said, what did I say? 2004. <laughs> well, the movie might have been 2004, but same day. Yeah, they say th- I watched The Departed the other night, and they say things in there that you just aren't even allowed to say now. And that was like 2006 or so, 2004. Maybe. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Well, anyway, we got a little off topic there, but I mean, Harry Potter, it's it's out there. I, I yeah, like it's on when TV, the screen like, goes out every weekend. But uh, what were we talking about? The Milwaukee owner, the. <laughs> Yeah, just general tampering in the NBA, but I think uh, we uh, wrapped that up. Unless yeah. you have some. In- so I think the is there is that pretty much it was basketball, right? I mean, yeah. The I mean, in a college, we won't probably really talk too much about it unless anything crazy happens, any upsets. But I think this week yeah. stayed pretty much the same. I know mean, so. Duke and Virginia was the big matchup, and Duke won that game pretty easily in Virginia. And I I had a feeling too. Duke was two point underdogs. You can't make that team an underdog. They're too good. And trust me, these guys know they're underdogs. Like I'm sure, and Shostakovich's a great coach. He was probably going to go in there and be like, "I've always been saying this. Virginia's a good team, but their guards, they cannot govern Duke's guards. Duke is just—it's a specimen of a team. I don't think they're. And I've said this the whole time, and I'm going to stick with it. I still don't think Duke's going to win the tournament, but yeah, they'll slip up. They will because they will. There will be a game where their shooting doesn't do well because they're not a great shooting team, and they will mix and have some misses. And they'll face a team that does shoot well because Duke does play good defense, but they will have one of those games where their offense doesn't shoot that well, and they're going to lose, and that'll be that. Yeah. Well, uh, football season's over, so good opportunity to watch <laughs> some more college basketball. I know I watched a bit. Saw yeah. Some Michigan-Wisconsin and a bit of Marquette-Villanova. Yeah. I'm just going to get – I just – I think I've just – hate college basketball right now because I've just had a horrible season betting on it and it's been it's just it's tough watching I mean betting on college basketball because for example the Utah UCLA game is a good example of when UCLA was up by like 10 or whatever it was with like a minute and a half left and lost at the buzzer so I mean it's just like some of these kids they just don't know how to close out these games and I mean I think obviously the whole one and one thing in the end you know if you don't have 10 team fouls yet if you only have like seven like seven eight or nine that always makes things interesting, but still, you got to just learn to execute better. And these kids, you know, these 18, 19 year old kids, they just can't. So I decided that there's no more of me putting my money on the fate of an 18 year old. That's probably a smart move. It is a smart move. Got to stick to what I know. Plus, I don't even know enough about these college basketball. I know some players, but then there's still like two players, three players on that court that I have no idea who the fuck they are. No idea. And then it gets really bad when the next thing you know, I'm putting money on like Hofstra versus. Yeah. William St. Mary or whatever, and yeah, it's like, Anthony, what is. are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? You know? I got to look in the mirror. 
Yeah. And say, what, who, what? do you even know where Hofstra is? And the, honestly, Andy, I don't. I don't know where Hofstra yeah, is. I think it's New Jersey. I would assume it's, it's somewhere that, that east, starts yeah. with new or ends with. Yeah, it's somewhere in the somewhere. northeast. But well, anyway. It sounds like it would be in Oklahoma or something. Yeah. Hofstra. I don't know. But uh, anyway. Germany. Over that. But when the madness starts in March, I will actually be very tuned in because I actually do love the madness. Oh, uh, who doesn't? But right now, I don't care. But uh, anyway, well, we had some big local news. For hockey, a sport we have not talked about a lot. Yeah. We will give a playoff preview when the time does come, like we always do. We just love our little playoff previews and our predictions, get some odds and whatnot. But for now, our big local team, the Anaheim Ducks, who I had this written down, and by written down, I mean I just looked at it once and thought about it in my head, was since the All-Star break, they have not only lost five in a row, they have gotten outscored horribly. So since the All-Star break, they lost 9-3 to to the Winnipeg Jets. Then afterwards to the Maple Leafs, lost 6-1. to Then lost to the Canadians, 4-1. to I'm getting closer. Then lost to the Senators, 4-0. And then lost to the Flyers, 6-2. to So that is a total of, let's see here, 15-19... 23, 29 goals they've given up, and they have only scored five. And by five, I mean eight. (laughs) So they have been outscored 29 to, and by, hold on. (laughs) This is a math Seven, seven, I'm sorry. (laughs) They've been outscored 29 to seven in the five games that they've played since the All-Star break. 0-5, finally it happened, they fired their coach, and when you think, oh, they fired their coach, a breath of fresh air, no, because now what happened is the GM, Bob Murray, who a lot of people still dislike that are Ducks fans, I've seen more hate about him on like Instagram and social media than about uh, Randy Carlisle, said, fuck it, I don't need a coach, I'll coach this team, and decided for the rest of the season he's going to coach the team, I've been told he doesn't even have coaching experience. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if they're thinking. I mean, obviously, he's the GM. It's his team. He's decided this is what I'm going to do. I just think that's going to be a sign for more failure because I think now these players who are obviously already frustrated that they've been doing bad because it's been really bad since the All-Star break, but this losing streak goes back. I want to say they've won like three games in their last like 19 or something. It's, uh, like it. You're 2-19 in the last 21. I saw so today. it is wow. atrocious. And the crazy thing was, is even going into the All-Star break, I think they were actually sitting as, like, the 7 or 8 seed, which just yeah, is definitely. insane to me that, like, you could lose that many games and actually still have a shot at the playoffs, and now you're at the point where... No, last place. So. Yeah, but now, but now they're at the point where it's just, like, you're better off almost losing more and hoping to get one of those top picks, because I've heard there's a one prospect, Jack Hughes, who's supposed to be number, who's supposed to go number one, who's very, very good, so... Maybe I've seen a lot of people on uh, Instagram say tank for Hughes, tank for Hughes, but we'll see. I mean, uh, but I don't think it's going to get better for them because I don't think these players respect Bob Murray probably. And I don't think they're, I just don't think they're going to do that well. I mean, they were all at Disneyland today also. I mean, that just, which is probably nice for them, you know, get out. Team bonding. I think you have to come out and be like, hey, the fans, you know, please still love us. You know, and the fans got to go then like 19 loyal Ducks fans all were out there today and were like, no, we still love you guys. Yeah. Even though in reality, I'm, I've 
and I'm part of it. It's like when the team's losing, people don't want to watch it. People don't want to go support it. It's just how us Anaheim fans are, and that's why when teams like the Blackhawks, the Penguins, the Red Wings come into town, the Kings, there's more visiting fans. And oh, it's yeah. just it's unfortunate. Like I remember going to the playoffs, Game Seven in the Western Finals a few years ago. Was thinking like, oh man, I could hopefully see the Ducks, you know, win the West tonight today. The Blackhawks won it, and there was easily 60-40 Blackhawks fans, maybe even like 70-30. Just way more Blackhawks fans. And they were louder. They took over the arena. It became a home game. It became a home game, Andy. It's a Southern California problem. That, yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard uh, before that the whole reason why, that like if it wasn't for Wayne Gretzky even going to the Kings, that we wouldn't even have the Ducks because he says, yeah. like, I've heard before that how Wayne Gretzky, his greatness coming here, is what actually made people in Southern California pay attention to hockey more, and then that's what made them say, like, oh, fuck, let's throw another team in. And then obviously, you know, the yeah. Mighty Ducks Disney, movie happened. Yeah, Disney did that. Disney was like, here, how about this? Yeah. Because that movie came out before the Ducks came, right? Yes. Yeah, so Disney was like, look at this, huh? Hockey, good movie. Michael J. Fox. And by Michael J. Fox, I mean Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Michael J. Fox was originally in the movie, then got in the DeLorean, told his <laughs> other self to not yeah. be in the movie. It's just yeah. a fact. Yeah, so... Tony has that unreleased cut somewhere. To house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Michael, this is just isn't going to work. Give me Emilio. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, it'd be cool to see if it does better, but I mean, it's not going to, Oh, it'll be interesting. I, I like, <laughs> it will his, be interesting. It's definitely a word for his, it. His, uh, his statement, like he said, like, clearly we have a lot of problems with the players on the team and now I'm going to get a better look at them or something like that. It's like, he, he might be like, punched on on the ice or something someone's gonna throw him onto the ice from the bench i can't i can't imagine it's gonna go well with their veterans like you can't do this like who who are the assistants who's gonna be managing all the lines and everything like that and like it uh, someone here mentioned uh, maybe getzloff should just coach because yeah, so he's here's what's gonna happen experience I've, i know the future here getzloff is gonna step up as second in charge you know who's gonna be first in charge it's gonna be a duo it's gonna be First off, your boy Emilio, and second off, Michael J. Fox. They're wow. coming back for one more. Michael J. Fox, probably as uh, he's too sick to get out there, but well, FaceTime Andy. Yeah. Okay, I, I support it. Some guy's gonna walk around holding a, uh, an iPad in front of his head. He's still very entertaining when he does act. So, and that Emilio does. probably does no job right now. He's available. He's an, he's an easy get. He said yeah. he's available. All right. He still has the clipboard. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. There you go. I mean, what what else do they have to lose? Exactly. And worst worst case, just bring in a crew from Disney and have them do a reality show about it. Then you got Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Disney Plus three and a half coming out pretty soon. Boom. You can do it. Boom. Get, get one of the Disney uh, girls to do. What Disney girls? Those the shows that always the girls That's always so end up becoming. Raven? Yeah, like that's a Raven. But no, all those like Hillary Duff. Yeah, all those like girls Lizzie that are becoming famous people, like Ariana Grande and stuff like that. And have them have them do what? That's the next one is going to be like. Oh, there's a girl. She'll playing? be pretending to be the daughter of one of the players or something, one of the vets, and he's like on his last legs. You got to have some drama in this as well. Oh, I thought it was going to be she's the man and she no no, no puts on playing. a short wig and then you're a boy and then she plays in the NHL. Oh, Joanna man. Yeah, well that one too. Yeah. That. No, like she'll be so her dad will be like 38, and this doesn't want to be his final season, but you know she's gonna get him, inspire him to be good for the young guys. She's really he's a drunk. 
Yeah, that's good too for yeah. Disney Channel. Yeah. And you want to have. <laughs> well, it could be like it could be like sodas or something. It it could diet be diet cokes and energy drinks. I've seen some people act weird on soda. <laughs> I like where this is heading. We know Michael J. Fox could be the coach of the Mighty Ducks, and he can be the coach of the regular Ducks. Maybe yeah, they bring back Mighty to the name. It's very versatile. Um, yeah. There's just there's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of things that can be done because um, they're so, you know, hopeless right now. All I know is I've enjoyed this conversation more than this season for the Ducks. Yeah. There's been a lot less points scored. Yeah. Or goals, if you will. Obviously, I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. there's a, There has been a lot more goals in the league nowadays. Like, I remember from a betting, being a betting person that I am, I've been betting since I was, like, 18. Four. So, like, oh. since, like, 2000. No. Since, like, 2009, I would say. Like, that summer is when I started. Like, I think I made my first little parlay bet with my buddies, a $5 parlay. And then that just uh, spiraled into the degenerate oh, I am today. Yeah, $5. Oh, back oh, then, dude. taste. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it's how every uh, – every hey, Andy, even, like, Apple or whatever, they say it started out of the garage. Yeah. When they talk about Tony Katz in the future, they'll be like, it started with just a $5 bet. I thought they were going to say it started just a podcast and a, a bedroom. <laughs> Oh, that too. Also converted yeah. into an office, but uh, studio. Anyway, I a lot of the hockey games, even like three, four years ago, the average, the like average over under was always like five and a half goals. That was like the typical hockey line, five and a half, five and a half. You would see five every now and then, and the lowest I ever saw was four and a half, which was when the Blues were playing the Kings in the playoffs a few years back, when the Blues were a very good defensive goaltending team, and so were the Kings. Now, you see six. Basically across the board and a handful of six and a halves and maybe only like two five and a halves. If like there's yeah. if there's like twelve hockey games in one night, you're gonna see seven like six of them be sixes, three of them be six and a half, and then like two or three be five and a halves. But you definitely don't see any fives anymore. The five is like extinct. That's just crazy because once upon a time the five was there yeah. a lot. But the five and a half is like pretty much going extinct also it's all like six six and a half and i think the highest i've seen is seven i've never seen a seven and a half like just on the board like you could do prop bets seven so and if half, you've but... been taking the over on all these ducks games you're probably doing pretty well well the only problem with that they're not scoring but... is exactly they're actually the worst team but... in the nhl in goals per game so uh, they could give up five goals in a game and if they only score one and it's five to one that's a push maybe yeah. even a loss these days but uh but the thing is, those you know the Ducks. The Ducks do have some good players. They're starting to get it together. So, I mean, their overs, especially lately, have They're been. They're starting to get it together. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> a good point. Maybe. There, I meant to say, like, they're getting players back. Corey Perry just played his first game not too long ago. Ryan Kessler's been in and out of injuries. He just came back. Raquel was gone for a little bit. My point is they have goal scorers. They can score goals. They just haven't been. But I'm just saying it could easily go on that minute where – they are very yeah. capable of having a couple games in a row where they score like four or five each themselves. So, but we'll see. Anyway, new coach. Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> you never know. He might play with a different pace. Like he might say, like you know, just kamikaze it out there. Whatever the fuck happens, yeah. happens. Or you're not coming out until you score, and then they all die. But it'll just be interesting though, because at practice you're gonna say like, what? Hey, uh, yeah, you guys know what to do. I'm just gonna go to the take a break. I've actually I actually have a yeah. meeting, <laughs> really quick upstairs. He's on the phone from the <laughs> golf course. Yeah, yeah. Just keep skating. Keep skating. <laughs> Well, uh, was there any other little sports stuff? Yeah, and the NFL season might be over, but the NFL is never over. There's a couple big. It's gonna be on your tombstone, Andy. Pieces. Yeah. Pieces. Season's of definitely news. over. 
Yes, but the news never stops. A couple pieces of news from today. Um, Kareem Hunt, remember the uh, Chiefs star running back who was released late in the season after some troubles? Some troubles that people thought might oh, yeah, yeah. have him. That was actually the biggest news of the day. Yeah, just might be like, oh, he might never play again. Well, no, he's going to be playing again. The Browns have signed him despite uh, really no – I mean, what, whatever came of that, it's not like he didn't deny it. Just you did it. You pushed a woman down and you kicked her, right? Uh, Yeah, it's, he kicked her. Yeah, it's like that happened. There's no like, oh, the video was fake or anything. It was just that's, that's what happened. And he got cut, but he found a new team. And this, so here, uh, talent wins out. I don't know if that's necessarily – the wrong thing here. You don't. Des- I don't know if you deserve to never be able to do your job again. But I didn't think it'd come this soon. That it would come before like the real off season. Yeah, I I didn't either. And honestly, you gotta res- uh, like respect Cleveland in a way because they're basically saying like, you know what? If he's available, we know he's still very very good, which he is. Yeah. Cleveland knows they're on the rise. They got the young good quarterback. They had home, good receivers. Kid too. Solid defense. They're starting to play good. They had a very good end of the season. They're like, hey, we'll take him. Like, okay, we might get frowned upon a little bit, but at the end of the day, they're gonna say fuck it and like yeah. wipe that under the rug and a swipe. I mean, sweep it under the rug, and eventually people are gonna forget about it, and he'll move on and he'll play. I mean, people, Vic, Michael Vick is on TV. If yeah. anyone ever saw videos of what Michael Vick did to those dogs, he would not be on TV. But you know, they didn't. They just heard. Oh, he. Oh, but he spent time in jail. It's okay. He learned his lesson. It's like, oh, I would love anybody who said that to watch like two seconds of one of the videos of him doing what he did. And yeah. we'll see how much you want to see Michael Vick. On well, sometimes TV. I wish he would come here and, Oh, I mean, that, that is, yeah. yes. <laughs> but, uh, that's beside the point. <laughs> he should have done a head slap like Deacon Jones. Oh, yeah. You're allowed to go upside a man's head or a woman, as he says in this video, politically correct. <laughs> you're still not allowed to push people down. I know. Cause He's, you can head slap. Yeah. There's, there weren't concussions back then. Now there are. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like tearing your ACL. It doesn't exist. The NFL really cares about that kind of stuff. Yeah, but no uh, concussions anyway, for non-players. Cleveland's gonna be good. But here's my biggest thing: Cleveland still has Nick Chubb. What happens there, Andy? Everyone needs two backs. Just how it works now. I agree, but Kareem Hunt. I don't think you're gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, we'll only give Kareem Hunt like 13 carries a day." I mean, a game. Kareem Hunt's like a 23, 24 carry a game type guy. He's gotta earn it. I mean, I do like the idea of two good backs like that, but then also, don't they have someone else too? Another running back that's um, decent? No, they had Hyde, and they traded Hyde. And they still have Duke Johnson, right? He was more of a receiver. Receiver now, yeah. But Well, anyway, I mean, if they can balance both of them or if they happen to decide to use Nick Chubb as trade bait, because this is only going to be Hunt's third season, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so Kareem Hunt's still very young. So, I mean, maybe they'll use Chubb as trade bait and get a couple other pieces they need. Or, like you said, maybe they will just have two really good running backs and kind of work with that system and see what happens. But I'll tell you what, being a big Steeler fan, I know that division like the back of my hand. Cleveland is going to win that division sometime in the next three years because that's my bold prediction right now. The Bengals are a mess, and they're going to continue to be a mess. The Steelers are slowly unraveling into a mess. Because I don't know how much longer Ben Roethlisberger has. Antonio Brown is selling out. He's going to leave, and he's also all about Hollywood now. He's dressed like oh, a goddamn he? buffoon right now. He looks like a – like I don't know. I can't even describe what he looks like right now, but it's not good. He's going Hollywood. He's selling out. 
Antonio Brown will never be the same. Mark my words on that. He will never have another dominant, dominant season. You can bookmark that. You can take that to your grave. Antonio Brown will never have another great, great season. What does that mean? Like Unless he is on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then I take this back. No, dude, he's just becoming more Hollywood. He was on that Masked Singer show. Yeah. Right now, he's got a little mustache that's bleached. He's got his hair up in like a few different ways. Like he looks like one of the Waynes brothers in Scary Movie 2. I mean, it's just, it's not looking good. He's, should he contact a healthcare professional or something? Is he, he should. I don't know, man. They're they're just absorbing him. They're gonna take. My point is, he's becoming too big, and it's gonna start distracting him from football. And when he goes out yeah. there, he's gonna be even more of a target now because now he's getting popular. People are sitting there on their couch, you know, like oh, their girlfriends are like, oh, honey, let's watch the mass Singer. And you're like, oh, god, I hate this. And then who reveals themselves? Antonio Brown, and you're a linebacker, and you're sitting there, and you're like, that motherfucker, that motherfucker's on TV. Yeah. I wanna murder him next time on the field. I wanna let him know that hey. These are the big boys out here, buddy. I've also never talked down this much on a player that is currently still on my favorite <laughs> team, but I I know he wants to leave, and I think he's going to leave. Anyway, I ran it a little too long on the Steelers, but I think they're Dang, falling this apart. Is therapy for you. Yeah, they're falling apart, and then the Baltimore Ravens will never be successful with Lamar Jackson as the quarterback unless they can win games like two to zero, because could happen. They just won't, and that's just a fact. Also, that's not even an opinion; that's a fact. Well, there's our 2020 <laughs> AFC North preview. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, that was uh, big. But uh, the other football news I know you wanted to talk about was Kyler Murray. Yeah. He decided today he was a top draft pick by the Oakland A's. Everyone knows that baseball players also make actually more money than football players normally. And uh, Kyler Murray said, no, I want to play in the NFL. And decided 100% I'm committed to football now, no baseball. Now, in that situation, that's got to suck for the Oakland A's, right? Because yeah. they, no, they wasted a draft him. pick. They, they already signed him. They can't get, like, usually if you don't sign your pick, you can get a pick the next year. Yeah. So, Kyler Murray signed. absolutely screwed the A's. Yeah. Wow. He must have seen Moneyball the day before and said, I don't want to be this bullshit. I'm not a Moneyball guy. He still own his rights. So I think oh, oh, Andy. <laughs> that's what what year called. are you in right that's now? What it's called. <laughs> Okay. He's right okay. to play okay. baseball in the Major League Baseball. Okay. Good save, Andy. Um, <laughs> I think there's a good chance if he if he's not starting by year three that he's yeah. going to go back to baseball. He, and he should. So this is really, I think, more of a baseball problem than a football problem. The big story of this baseball offseason is that none of the free agents are getting signed. Everyone's cheap in baseball because in baseball you could basically – you could keep your young players on your team for cheap for a very long time if you do it right. So I think what Kyler Murray is saying, even though he already got a signing bonus, you know, there's a chance he's gonna he's gonna have to go to the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. He'll be making a minor league salary for however long he's in the minors, and a guy who's been playing football for a while could be a while before he's up in the pros. He might be 25, 26 years old by the time he actually makes the major league roster if he makes it at all. Then he's got to wait. He's got to play for basically the major league minimum for like three years before he gets arbitration, which is still you're getting below market value. So even though in baseball you make more money, he might not be making that money until he's 30, and he might not be might not ever make that money if he doesn't actually pan out. Yeah. Whereas in the NFL, he's a if he's a first or second round pick, he'll be on a roster his first year. If he makes it as a starter, so he'll already be making the NFL salary. Um, and if he makes it 
as a starter after a few years, he'll get a contract making starting quarterbacks make at least fifteen million. Like what did Brock Osweiler was yeah. never wasn't good at all and got paid like well, that's what's funny a year. too is when you look at like I remember seeing something like the highest paid uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. If you look at like a handful of the top five, top ten, that none of them are even guys that have won a, a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's basically anyone who's recently signed a contract. So it's always the next one up to sign an extension is like the highest paid. Yeah, so they were. I don't know. I, so was, I think Rodgers was the last guy, but you had like Derek Carr up there, uh, Kirk. Yeah, Cousins. so the top fifteen quarterbacks you got Cam Newton at fifteen, never won. Philip Rivers fourteen, never won. Well, Actually, I'll you. get. You take that back. I'll get more into like the top ten because that's where it matters more. So number ten, Joe Flacco. Yeah. Come on, he's not even starting anymore for his team. He he's never. Uh, he's getting twenty two point one million a year. He's never done anything. Number nine, Alex Smith. <laughs> Alex Smith did had been performing well though. Yeah, but still not a Super yeah. Bowl champion. Number eight, Andrew you Luck, are. which I'm okay with Andrew Luck because. He's actually really good. You realize he'll, that the Patriots win every year and no one else can get a Super Bowl. So. Number six, Andy. They skipped number seven on this. I don't know why, but number six is Derek Carr. That's bad. Yeah. $25 million. Okay, they meant to say Derek Carr was number seven because there's another number six. <laughs> Drew Brees, which, okay, is obviously fine. Number five, Matthew Stafford. Come on. Yeah. $25 million a year. That's what Kyler Murray's could, going for. Number four, Jimmy Garoppolo, which I'm okay with because I think he has a lot of upside. He's very young. He just got hurt this year. Number three, Kirk Cousins, $28 million a year. Yeah. You might as well get that and flush it down the toilet, Andy. Yeah, I, I'm still a Kirk Cousins guy. Always will be. I like his beds. Number two, Matt Ryan. Mm, I'd like Matt Ryan more at, like, number nine. I don't yeah. really like him being the second highest paid quarterback in the league. And then number one, Aaron Rodgers, and that's why Aaron Rodgers will never win again because he's oh, never going to let himself put anybody around him. And it is true. That's why Tom Brady – I mean, Aaron Rodgers already won a ring at least, so at least maybe he doesn't care enough about winning another one. He's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just take the money, which is fine. That's just how you want to be, but he will never win another one. And I will – That's you can put that down with Antonio Brown never having another wow, amazing bold, hot takes. Hall of Fame season. I mean, yeah, Hall of Fame season is that Aaron Rodgers will never, ever – not even never win another Super Bowl. He won't even ever get to the Super Bowl again. He won't even come close to ever going to the Super Bowl again as long as he will as never he's win an paid. NFC North again. He might not, dude. I mean, the NFC North is on the rise. Yeah. Detroit? No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> Chicago? Detroit won five games or something? No, no. Hey, I mean, Detroit honestly probably could compete with uh, Green Bay. It's a better time to be a Detroit fan, I think, than a Green Bay fan. I don't know if that's true, but I like to think so. I've always just disliked Green Bay, but this actually isn't me speaking out of hate to Green Bay. This is me speaking with my heart just to inform yeah. Green Bay fans that it's over. It's over yeah. for a long time. For a long time. What if Brett Favre becomes the coach? Yeah. Their best bet is honestly Aaron Rodgers getting traded to like Buffalo. Buffalo. And uh, then they go and they get somebody. Okay, here's my thing with Kyler Murray, though, really quick. I just want to say one more thing about him. I remember seeing this a while back about how Arizona Cardinals had the number one pick. They yeah. got Texas Tech's old head coach. I forget his name. What is this? Cliff. Cliff. Cliff what? Clingsbury. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Andy. I thought it was a big red dog coming. So, anyway, he coached in the Big 12. Where did Kyler Murray play? 
in the Big 12. This Cliff guy knows Murray well and has already said, I really, really, really like him. I remember seeing that there was rumors that they would maybe draft Kyler Murray number one and then mm-hmm. trade Rosen, get Rosen out of there, get that him mm-hmm. and his nose leave. Think about it, though, Andy. That Cliff guy, he likes a fast-tempo offense. He likes, He wants a quarterback that can run. And if maybe he gets Kyler Murray, maybe Kyler Murray ends up being great like uh, who was re- – I mean, Lamar Jackson was able to run pretty well, but what if Kyler Murray does do good? What if he does great on his feet? What if he can throw pretty well? You know, Larry Fitzgerald maybe catches like 26 touchdowns this year. Realistically, probably like six, but – Yeah, I'd like to see that. But I'm just saying it could be exciting because I just think that guy's offense, he can't have like a stable quarterback. He needs a quarterback that can scramble. He wants a quarterback that can go fast. He wants a quarterback that's up-tempo. Not saying Josh Rosen can't play up-tempo, but I think there are certain quarterbacks that just play better in that kind of style, and I think Kyler Murray is one of them. So, hey, Josh Rosen doesn't impress me. He looked scared at times there. Maybe that's just because maybe Arizona's just not the good fit for him. Maybe he needs to go to... They're not a good fit for anyone right now because they're just the worst. Yeah, but maybe Josh Rosen goes to Miami. Goes out to the South Beach. Ryan Tannehill retires. I don't think he's retiring. And then I think he'll get cut. Josh Rosen just lives the dream, you know, puts another spa in his room. Yeah. Fucking kicks it there. Just says, yo, I'm Joe Rosen. Josh Rosen, whichever one he is. <laughs> Who's Joe Rosen? I think you're maybe thinking Joe Rogan. I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I don't know. But anyway... I think uh, we've rambled enough about sports today. I think uh, we I th- we thought we said last night we had nothing to talk about. We've been talking for probably close to an hour. Just about. So there's, there's always something going. There on is always something, and then world. you ramble something. You know, Harry Potter got involved yeah, in this. We, you got to talk about yeah, seven hundred I mean, page books. Well, Harry Potter's a good. He's like a second round prospect this year. So. It's very true. Quidditch, and yeah. he, he and those, the best part about those wizards is they don't age, except for Dumbledore. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. You never know. I'm all sure right. there's a spell. <laughs> Well, you've been listening to episode 98 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you for listening. And Tony Dumbledore Cats. Yes, sir. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, check out our entertainment podcast, and we'll see you later.